everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is May 29th, 2023 on a Monday. Look at that. Memorial Day. Look who's working. Uh, us, of course, because we're <laughs> we're loyal to the soil. Uh, how we screwed are up are you all day? Um, you know what? I didn't do jack shit for three days, basically. I didn't do great. anything. Honestly, God, I, mean, so I think fun. I started my car one time. Really? Yeah, I didn't do anything. I kept saying I'm going to do this, do this, and I didn't. Even my, uh, my, my Bears baseball team was at RBV. Oh, nice. And they made it to the championship. I didn't even go to a game. Oh, I just was like. Mail it in. Dude, I've been going nonstop. Like, no joke. Seven days a week. Yeah. Since, dude, over a year. I know that feeling. And this yeah. is like the only time, like for a while there, I was like, who do I call? Like, I actually have time to call somebody. Yeah. Like, Pretty fine. nice, man. Uh, uh, incredibly busy weekend. We'll talk about a lot. I mean, the excitement of Gary Sanchez coming. Holy cow. We got to rein that in for a couple of minutes. <laughs> But I tell you, Dave, the coolest thing that happened over the weekend, I think, was if you go to DaveAndJeffShow.com, you have the ability, you can drop us an email, right? And the email, do you get them? Do they come right up on your phone? Because I get them immediately. I do. So you and I get emails, and a lot of times they're different things. Very, uh, they just have no meaning to this show, right? (laughs) And so time... Right, if there, there's a lot of them. Where you, you almost fall for it, and then you're like, ah, fuck it. Yeah, it's just a bot or something. Yeah. And then on Saturday, yeah, we got a great email from Fabian. Yes. And Fabian said, "Hey guys, I'm with Bright Bail Bonds, and I want to be part of the show." Yes. And we chatted a little bit, and Fabian said, "I'm in," and I couldn't be more excited, Dave. I know you're very excited. I am because. Really, from day one in 2017, it's been the four guys. I mean, it really has been Dan Williams, Alan Taylor, yes, Brian Curry, and Kyle Fluger. Yes. And we've been incredibly fortunate. A couple others have drifted in and out. But it's really been the backbone of those four guys. Couldn't and, agree more. And so when Fabian came in and we started chatting, I said, man, this is something that's pretty cool. And... This is why Dave and I are here and you're not. Jesus, yeah. I'll tell you exactly why. Go ahead. Because over the weekend, I had a bunch of snarky comments from people. Oh, Bill Bonds, it's perfect for your audience. I don't think it's perfect for the audience. Here's why you probably want to know the number 888-669-0295. If I said to you right now, do you know somebody in your life who doesn't always make the best decisions? I think a lot of us could go, oh, yeah. Everybody does. Every single person we we know does. Right. And there's there's not one person in your life that's living a perfect life. And look, man, I'll tell you, there's been nights for me, Dave, I won't speak for you, but we probably did things we shouldn't be doing. And others out there, you do it. And we've been very fortunate that you grow up, you mature, you get out of that stage. But we still have friends that don't always make the best decisions. And my question to you would be, if they reached out to you and said, hey, man, I'm in jail and I need to go out, what would you do? I literally, until Fabian reached out, Dave, I would have had no idea. I got to tell you how disappointed I am in myself that I have thought for years, all right, who would fit this show? How does this not jumped into my head? (laughs) Right. It was right in front of my fucking face. I, I said it to Sean Walsh up this morning. I go, how in the hell did I miss this? Yeah. Uh, it is perfect for the show. So we're thrilled to have Fabian. Here's the number, 888-669-0295. Well, Dave and I haven't even talked to him. 
But he's in. Yes. We're thrilled to have him as part of the family. We'll tell you all about Bright, bond, uh, Bright Bail Bonds on Thursday. But uh, Fabian, welcome. Yes. And it's a pleasure to have you. And like we said, 888-669-0295. It may not be you making the bad decision, but somebody you know might. And if they do and they call you, what would you do? Well, now you can call Fabian, 888-669-0295. There you go. It's uh, Bright Bail Bonds, just so you know. In How case about you don't that? remember that number yeah. yet. You will know that number. I guarantee it will be in your head. Yeah, before too long. To me, there used to be numbers. Do you remember old school? Yeah. There were just certain numbers that you would write on like the back of a business card and fire them in your wallet. When there were business cards? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you have a business card? Yeah. You do? They still Michael give business Jordan's cards? On it. Really? They still give business cards? Yeah, Michael Jordan. That's on. interesting. Uh, we got a bunch. That's kind but, of wild. Uh, there you go. That's another th- business. We always talk about businesses that aren't around anymore. You yeah. know, we talk about... Uh, newspapers are going out of style encyclopedia salesman yeah you know you're like what the fuck happened to me the business card is disappearing business card i've got that and man i was uh, i was doing so good so good for six years i'd avoided the work phone yeah they tracked me down the other day not only they tracked me down but they gave me an iphone perfect you can't use it for me though no i know i can't use it for you and uh those other two goofballs so here just gonna give you an update on this iphone thing okay Mm mm-hmm now, I know you're smart enough to use an iPhone. My yes. point is, anyone who has an iPhone understands, so it comes up in blue. So funny. When I you're, had you're, this conversation with my ex the okay. other day. Does she, she have an iPhone? No, she has an Android. Okay, Jesus Christ. Is she an IT person? No. Of course not. She's Neither a, are you. No. Fuck, dude. Well, so why, here's what the does deal. that mean? The IT guys have Android. Yeah, only IT guys have Androids. <laughs> Engineers. You building bridges, asshole? <laughs> I so, like running with those guys. So when I'm on my computer like this, yeah. and all of a sudden it pops up that I get a message from you, yeah. Laura, Erica, whatever. Yeah. I can't I can't reply to you from here. I got to look for my phone. It's great. Dude, it fucking drives us all nuts. I, and then we can't the edit. The weirdest people Do you in understand? The if, if I send a text and, and I write something I shouldn't write or realize I made a mistake, I can go back and edit on an iPhone. I can't edit because you're involved in our group text. You fuck up everything. I already said a thousand times you guys can drop me out and you keep dragging me back in. I don't know why they haven't dropped you out. They should. You you don't say nice things. I don't. Hey, listen. Okay. (laughs) Enough on the wait. Man, oh man. It's a holiday weekend and Memorial Day. Thank you to everyone who served. What a pleasure to be in this city. I was in Coronado today, Dave. Guys in their full dress uniforms walking up and down Orange Avenue. How old? How old are these guys? Young kids, man. Okay. I mean, 20s, 30s. It wasn't some guy like in his 80s. No, I didn't see that, but I'm sure there was uh, celebrations on the island. But, dude, it's pretty impressive. That is good. Pretty impressive and, and pretty special. And then all of that, it was a great couple of days. And I looked at my phone. I said, you got to be joshing me. And I looked at my phone again. I said, you got to be kidding me. But nope. Kevin AC didn't lie. Dave, Gary Sanchez is a pilot. <laughs> okay. Now, Jeff is the perfect person to have on the show for this reason. Yes. All right. Number one, I told him I'm a sicko. I watch a shitload of baseball games. Yes. I watch a shitload of Yankee games. Yes. You watched them last year with the Twins. Yes. And I have said for years, fuck this guy. Yeah. I can't stand them. I can't stand lazy baseball players, and especially catchers. Yeah. I don't even care if you can't really hit, as long as you handle the pitching staff pretty well. Yeah. That's why I was pushing last show, you guys, Monty Grandal's great at framing. I think it would have been great for the staff. Yeah. 
but they went and got honestly the worst defensive catcher I've ever fucking seen in my life. <laughs> if you were to say he was going to be the DH, yeah. I would say okay, they need a DH, but they don't need a DH. No, they, well, they do need a DH because they do because Carpenter and, Marty, and Car- Cruz suck. They um, both suck. Great, Nelly Cruz had that eye surgery. Yeah, remember you don't see that narrative anymore. <laughs> yeah, Man, those, which, every- which dugout to walk back to after he strikes up. Everywhere you look, boy, Nelly Cruz is feeling great. He had those eyes fixed. We got him for a deal, a million dollars. Stole him. Stole him for a million bucks. Well. Fuck, dude. So, just real quick on Sanchez. I'm not going to kill you on this. Not you, but the audience, because people yelled at me already on Twitter. Dude, he's fucking terrible. Yeah. Fuck him. I don't care if he hits 16 home runs or not. Dude, he's going to cost you a shitload in stolen bases and get... Guys in scoring position and watch the balls that are pass balls that you're going to go. Any other catcher would get those. The Mets kept him for what five games? Yeah, and said get out of here, get the fuck out of here. The Twins kept him for a year, said get the fuck out of here for a year. I will say this: defensively, the Twins didn't complain about him. He just they had God been lucky dang. because they'd had a guy in Mitch Garver, and Mitch Garver was a legit twenty twenty two yeah. home run guy. And Sanchez came in. The pitching staff last year was adequate. For the twins, yes, not not nearly. I wouldn't say guy for guy. The pods would have had a much better staff, but there was no interest, none, in bringing Gary Sanchez back. Yes, and we have seen it with teams. And I'll give you a perfect example, Dave, is Austin Hedges, because Austin Hedges to me is one of the most annoying guys that ever came through here and wore this uniform. But they would put up with all of his bullshit because defensively. He did the fundamentals yeah. correctly until the point they just said, we can't have this guy here anymore. Yeah. And a lot of teams, right? We we hear it all the time. It's not, not anything major. If you have production from one through six, you can kind of get away with a lack of production from seven, eight, and nine. Nobody. I mean, he was, the Giants got rid of Gary Sanchez. Then the Mets got rid of Gary Sanchez. The Twins... I mean, they signed Christian Vasquez. They went out and and didn't really have any need to bring him back. But I, it just—I mean, it—it's funny that it that what is supposed to be a championship team, we're not even into June and they're doing moves that reek of desperation. You're right. But the one thing that I do like is that it means potentially that Austin Nola, and it better be fucking Austin Nola, can be sent to AAA. Kevin AC wrote tonight. That either Nola or Sullivan could be headed to AAA. It better be fucking Nola. It one hundred percent should be him. Not that. Would you? Wouldn't you just DFA Nola? Yeah, I don't know that they're ready to do that. I, See, mean, I think Nola stays. Sullivan's the one that's going to go. Boy, oh boy! Because well, Bob Melvin loves him. How can you? I mean, I when that's he, the problem when, we said last week. How can this organization you? falls in love with their players? When he pinch hits yesterday, you're like, please, please. <laughs> don't even bring a bat. No, just walk up and he, you know, like how the, the catcher now can just say four. Yeah. They don't even have to intentionally walk. Nola could just walk up and go three and just walk back. <laughs> Save the pitcher, the effort three. Uh, we good. We good. And back dude. So here you go. Your boy Sanchez since 2020. Yeah. Okay. And anyone wants to fight batting average, go ahead. 147. Then yeah. 204, then 205, and then 167. What did he hit last year for the Twins? He hit 205. 205. How many home runs? He hit uh, 16. Yeah. Strikes out once every four at-bats easily. Yeah. A little bit higher than that. Yeah. I mean, 
And he played three games for the Mets. Yeah, he's a ter- yeah. And they said, "Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here." He got six at bats. I mean, I get it from the pod standpoint, Dave, that that Camposano's not coming back for a couple of weeks, and you're not getting anything. This is Robinson Cano. He's not going to finish the season with the team. Right. Yeah, he's a stopgap for now. But, yeah, I mean, that's it. It is. You hit it right on that. For a team that was supposed to win it all, this reeks of desperation. Yeah. Disappointing as fuck, man. I don't know. I'm not... It's not because he's on the pods for you people who say, oh, you just hate the pods. Dude, I can't stand Gary Sanchez. I can't stand watching him play. Yeah, two-time All-Star, Yeah, which is really funny. Well, he should have been a stud. I mean, dude, when he connects for a home run, it goes crazy far. Yeah. But only counts as one home run. Uh, Luke Voigt released today. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Would you release Nelly Cruz and bring Luke Voigt back here? <sighs> I'm not a fan of either one. Nah, I don't want Luke Voigt back. Would you, you're telling me you'd rather have Nelson Cruz than Luke Voigt? Dude, honestly, God, I don't want Nelson Cruz either. You know, I mean, I, I, I would keep Carpenter right now over Cruz. Well, he, Carpenter, you have to keep yeah. because he's got a player option yeah. next year for five and a half million. Well, he's that's not going. A pretty smart contract. Yeah, I mean, you could, you could, in theory, you understand Carpenter was like out of baseball before the Yankees gave him a shot last year. Yeah, you in theory, if you cut Carpenter, yeah, which wouldn't be crazy. He could do the player option, and next year you could be paying like $20 million, $20 million to Carpenter and Hosmer. Yeah, true. Like, wow. I mean, Hosmer's been done, basically. The fact he gave Carpenter a two-year deal is, I mean, Drew Pomeranz, three-year deals, there's a ton yeah, of these. The Cronenworth deal is crazy. Cronenworth deal is terrible. I'm sorry. He's a guy. He's not. He's yeah. just a guy, man. He He's productive. He's fine. Who else was knocking down his door? Nobody. Give me a goddamn break. <laughs> Who was knocking down the damn door? And you have two-year deal. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's a lot where you have no flexibility. No, and we said this in the off season. You can't make really make trades because you don't have much of a minor league system. So you have to overbuy now. Yeah, in the off season, Darvish. That's time. Yeah, the Darvish yeah. extension. Well, even the well, I mean, is overbuy. I mean, talent. Like, yeah. Well, there are two guys that, honestly, on this show, to pat ourselves on the back, and I will because I think the situation would have been a little bit different. We said Waka, mm-hmm. who's done very well, and we said Nathan Avaldi, who's like the number yeah. one pitcher in the American League right now. Yeah. I mean, we told you Nelly Cruz was coming here because you yeah. knew it. He checked every box. But it wasn't like, we, oh, you're Nelson Cruz away. <laughs> no. Man, oh, man. How about, uh, how about your boy Odor? That's pretty amazing. He reminds me of that wrestling clip that we show where the guy comes out of the casket. Yeah. Saved his career. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. And played great defense yesterday, makes the throw from third. And it becomes really, really uh, challenging for Bob Melvin. Yeah. Because Manny is going to be back at some point this week. Okay. So what do you do? Uh, man, you got to find a way for a door to be in the lineup, right? Absolutely, you do. And how long till Xander Bogarts is on the DL or the <laughs> IL now with the wrist deal? Yeah, they said that's a reoccurring injury he's had for his like whole career. Outstanding. <laughs> he has a eleven-year contract. It's a bad wrist. Yeah. So at some point, right? Yeah. Okay. So who goes to the bench? It's it's not Kim's going to stay in stay in right when he comes back with his knee injury. I think a door has to go. I think a door's most natural position is probably second. It is second base. And then, I mean, Kim's not going to play first. I think Kim's no. going to the bench. 
Do you really think so? Yeah. I think you have to have a Taurus bat in that lineup right now. Dave. What do you, you move to Tease to center and Odor to right? Uh, no. No, I don't. They don't want to put Tatis in center. They think it's a wear and tear on his body. Right. No, I, I think I think for lack of options, Grisham stays there for now. Good Lord. But I think Adore is your second baseman. Yeah. I think it, it, you have, and if Gary Sanchez is your catcher, I mean, again, not that, uh, not that Nola's hitting the ball, but I, I mean, I think for now, you, if you're Bob Melvin. Yeah. Dude, you can't, you, you can't gamble. Like all these games right now matter. It's June 1st this week. Like the, the BS about being early and long season. Dude, you got to start playing right now. Like it's September baseball. There's so many crazy things about baseball going on right now. First of all, Jeff did pick the Texas Rangers to win that division. Thank you. The Rangers are plus 129 in run differential right now. With, again, no Jacob DeGrom. Yeah. 34 and 19. And Corey Seager's missed like a month. Yeah. You laughed and laughed. I did. 100% laughed. Said there's no fucking way. 34 and 19 that team is. But the crazier thing is inside that division, mm. the, Oakland, <laughs> the Oakland A's, Terrible. all right, are 11 and 45. They're on pace. Know what their A's record's supposed to be at the end of the year? Uh, are they even going to win? I think I saw a thing the other day. I, I don't think they win. Did I see 19 wins? It said 29 and 133. Terrible. 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 And 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 I saw a guy the 29. other day. Yeah. <laughs> wins is insane. I saw a guy the other day on Twitter put yeah. a video out. And you got everybody knows, right? Half the time you see these videos, you watch 10 seconds of it, you get bored and you move on. I thought the guy was a hundred percent spot on. When he said the idea of the A's moving to Vegas, and a lot of people are putting it off on the fans. It's absolutely not fair. That's not fair. No. When you point out that the last really big contract was Eric Chavez yeah. for $66 million, yeah, and you see the, I think the owner's name is John Nolan. Yeah. Probably, it's too bad it's not John Nolan from uh, the Walrus that we worked with, right? <laughs> but, dude, no money put in, no effort put in. Major League Baseball has to step in. And I get it. I'll be there, shit, in a month. I'll be there. I think I'm there five weeks from today, actually. I'll be at the A's game. Yeah. But. Remember we said this a year ago, though? We said it's not that they need a cap in baseball. They need a, they need a floor. Yes. You got to spend a I certain would agree. amount of money. It's not no. you don't cap the top. You, you, you got to sit there and that's to be a minimum amount. And I think a lot of people are pissed. And I think rightfully so that a guy that is absolutely made a killing yeah from revenue sharing is just later next month or later this month depending on when you hear this uh could have vegas just handed to him and yeah. what would make anybody think he's going to be any different of an owner in vegas than he's been in oakland yeah, have have no idea. I mean, his excuse has been there's no stadium. You know, that's, uh, but that's his excuse. We'll yeah. see. I just talked to a guy on Friday who is a Golden Knight season ticket holder. He's, he was okay. He lives in Vegas. He says he's been there his entire life, and he was just here for because he was at the same thing I was at Friday. And he goes, I don't know if baseball works. And I go, how? Why wouldn't it work? He goes, man, if this guy's anything like before, the fans aren't going to give him a shot. He yeah. has, he has to hit the ground running. Yeah. Because now you have to decide where your entertainment dollar is going. Everybody right. believes the NBA is coming. 
Yeah. So you're going NBA, Raiders, and Golden Knights who are in the Stanley Cup Finals. Well, I think Golden Knights are higher, too, because Bill Foley, who owns the Knights, he has said done it's awesome. an incredible job. They kicked the shit out of the Stars tonight, which yeah. was great. The Stars suck. As soon as they brought in that old drunk Ric Flair that would endorse anything for $7 because he's broke, <laughs> you knew that would happen. I can't believe a guy from Minneapolis would fucking endorse the Stars. What a sack of shit yeah, he is. Fuck? fuck that guy. He's the Tony Hawk of Minneapolis. Complete fucking dipshit. And uh, so great to see that fucking shitty team lose tonight. Can't, and look, I know it's new ownership and everything else. Yeah. New players. Who cares? Jamie Benn sucks. Cheap shot artist. Enjoy the golf course. And uh, But Bill Foley, who owns the Knights, did an amazing job of going in there. And connecting with this city. And one of the things that they had, I mean, holy cow, talk about timing. Very, very early on, they had the absolutely horrific mass shooting. Gosh, Dave, remember when we had mass shootings in this country? Oh, yeah, I remember that. Um, mass shootings from at the country concert. Yep. Uh, Jason Aldean on stage That's and the guy shooting out from, I think, uh, uh, Bellagio? No, not no, Bellagio. Was it Mandalay Bay? Mandalay Bay, exactly. And boy, did they connect with the community. And and I get it, yep. right? But they've done an amazing job. <laughs> they, they had a GM, uh, George McPhee, who fleeced so many GMs in the expansion draft. And I love the NHL for this, that when they did an expansion draft, they said, look, these guys are putting up almost a billion dollars. We're not doing this anymore. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Where you're where you going to be allowed to send over the 23rd and 24th guy on, on your roster. Yep. We're not doing that anymore. Doesn't mean that you're going to lose Austin Matthews or Connor McDavid, but the Golden Knights did an incredible job of scouting and found a bunch of quality guys, made trades for first-round picks, and now they're in the finals against Florida. It's going to be great. Crazy. I know people look at it and go, ah, TV market's bullshit. It'll be good hockey. Those two teams are playing really, really well. That's going to be good. I heard a crazy stat tonight, and tell me if I'm wrong on this one. Maybe I heard it wrong, but you'll correct me. Florida's an eighth seed also, right? Yes, yes. And, and, the, heat, Boston? And, you know, yeah. and the Heat are an eighth seed. Yeah. And yet they both had to win a, win a game seven against a Boston team and did it. And, as a, uh, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, Boston was a one seed. Uh, the Bruins were a one seed. The Celtics were a two seed. Yeah. So crazy. I think somebody had written it as two one seeds. They weren't. Milwaukee was the one. But yeah. And uh, lost game seven at home. Crazy. Yeah. In that same shitty building. Wow, that is something. That's something else. But, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's wild. But going back to the A's, yeah, I don't know, Dave, that, that you're guaranteed that John Nolan's going to go in there and do what Mark Davis did. Mark Davis went in. The Raiders were a brand. You could go in and connect. The other team that we don't talk about, and I'm sorry, we just don't get a chance to, but the Aces draw really well over there, yeah. the WNBA team. Tom Brady is now part owner of the Aces and part owner of the Raiders. The Raiders one hasn't been approved yet, which is interesting. It hasn't happened yet. They haven't had the meeting. Well, they'll have to do it at the owner's well, meeting. Well, now things might change. That's the story today. Oh, what they say? That Tom Brady might be the quarterback of the Raiders this year. Wow. Because they have no fallback. It's either Tom Brady or Brian Hoyer. Yeah. Because <laughs> this Garoppolo deal. Woo! 
And so they're saying they, they might have to delay it a year for him to be an owner and be quarterback hey. of the Raiders. Hey, that's good. He already knows the system. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> Look, I'll tell you the other thing, okay? This goes out to a lot of loudmouths in this town. Yeah. I got a lot of text messages over the weekend. Hey, what about Jimmy? Oh, I didn't know. It's tomorrow opening day. Are we already at start the season? How about you mind your business, okay? Just mind your business. And we'll worry about what's going on with the Raiders. We've never asked for your opinion in the past. We'll never need it in the future. And your lack of self-confidence in your own little world where you have to try to throw rocks at us, Yeah. good luck. Oh, my gosh. Good luck. You ever seen the Raiders shield? Yeah. Yeah, you go ahead. You better get a bit, pretty fucking big rock. To you know what's that. cool about the Raiders? I'll point Everything. this out. Everything. Raiderettes. There's never anything about the Raiders where you go, man, that guy looks weirder in that uniform. When you go in the right. Raider uniform, it makes you look cooler immediately. I agree. It's not like Joe Namath when he went to the Rams and it was like, what the fuck? That looks right. weird. Yeah. Or Johnny Jerry Unitas. Rice in Seattle. Yeah. We go, man, that's weird looking. Yeah. Tom Brady goes to the Raiders. He automatically looks cooler. Yes. Just when he thought he couldn't, he does. Yeah. I'll tell you this, Tom. Not that you need to hear it from us, tough guy. Chicks in Vegas are A-OK. They're A-OK. Yeah. Tom's not going to have to worry about sitting home on Tuesday night. The Shark Club's still open over there? I have no idea. Speaking of as you just brought up shootings, I swear to God, I think every time I've ever been to Vegas, there's a shooting at a strip club. Really? All the time. It's like every time I turn the channel, man, at news, shooting at some strip club. I'm like, God, does this happen every day? Man. Every time I'm in Vegas, there's always a shooting. I haven't been to Vegas. I haven't been in a while. I don't think I've been to Vegas since 2012. Really? That long? Yeah. It's been at least three years since I've been We're there. We're going to go a couple of years ago, but not. What'd you do for the holiday weekend? I didn't do jack shit, man. I went to, uh, I went to uh, Quintanera. Do you know what that is? No. It's... Uh, for 15, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 15-year-old yeah, sure. girls. Okay, so okay, I've, been, I've been, I think, three of them in my life. Two of them by when the same was family. This? Friday night. Okay. And it was at, uh, is it Tom Ham's Lighthouse? Yeah, okay. it's a great place. It was very, very nice. And that's when I had a chance to um, to ask the guy who was a season ticket holder at the Golden Knights a bunch of yeah. questions about Las Vegas. But then at the same time, it was the CIF championship game that I would have gone to at Tony Gwynn Stadium. It was La Costa Canyon Eastlake. Who won that? The Casa Canyon one. Real. Five, two. Okay. And um, so I'm just following it on my phone because you can follow everything on your phone. Yeah. Great game. It looked like it was sold out from what I saw, but 2-2 two, nice. two in like the fifth inning and Eastlake decides they're going to walk some guy on purpose. And then the DH comes up. You know, basically, it's an insult. You know, you got to go, sure. man. They walk that guy because they think I'm, I'm an easy out. Oh, First fucking pitch. The kid hit it over 400 feet, like left wow. side. You know how hard it is at a home run at Tony Gwynn Stadium? It's Goodbye. Bigger, it's bigger than Petco Park. They went 5-2. Nice. There you go. So, uh, But I, I would have gone to that. But, man, I didn't do hardly anything, man. Just kind of hung out and cleaned up. And it was weird, man. I haven't had this much time off, I'm telling you, in a year. I caught up on everything. I watched the end of Barry. Okay. I, I'm starting that. Okay. I watched the end of Barry. Yeah. I'm, I'm only a season away from finishing up Ted Lasso because I told you. It's great. To show you how f- much Ted Lasso I've watched, I only watched through episode seven of season one. Oh, yeah. And now I'm only, you know, at the end. And then, it's of great. course, Succession. Oh, man. Which was funny because, you know, you say, don't spoil it. And then somebody wrote to us off off uh, Patreon 
to to you and me. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, I was about to say the guy spoiled it for you. No, I I avoided I avoided everything last night because I knew I knew there'd be somebody on Twitter because there always is. Yeah. There's always somebody that has to be that douche <laughs> to to write something. Like any of us are counting on them, and so from about. <clears throat> Well, what a what a fun couple of days that I had because a backtrack yesterday uh, for Mother's Day a couple of weeks ago. I was looking at something fun to do for Jack and Kate's mom, yep. and I'd always heard through our buddy Scott Yaffe. Scott Yaffe does media for Rooftop Cinema. Okay, and I was like, man, that sounds like something pretty cool. So I looked into it. There are a handful of different movies, but it was like Step Brothers, which I'd go to. Jack and Cade would go to. Their mom would not go to. So different movies, Singing in the Rain, probably, right? Which is yeah. all fun. Not a connection for Jack and Cade. And finally, the thing that they were showing yesterday at 1230 in the afternoon was Finding Nemo. Oh, yeah. And I go, oh, well, whatever. Well, the only reason why I thought it would be really fun is I can't tell you the last time I saw it, but when my sons were probably four, gosh, I don't know, parents know this, right? From four through what, eight? That thing was a regular movie yeah. in the routine. And for Mother's Day, just with their mom and remembering that, and out at that, I thought, okay, that's it. That's what I'm going to do. So we started the day Kansas City Barbecue, which is funny because... She was born and raised here. My son, Jack, obviously born and raised here. I've been here over 40 years. Cade born and raised here. And the only time we had, as a family, been in there one time. Okay. Kate and I went three years ago. So to go into Kansas City Barbecue, which is right across from the Manchester Grand Hyatt. I had no idea. I've never been. Yeah, it's where they did the scene Top, Top Gun. Gun. And everything's still in there. Yeah. And Dave, I'm telling and you. It burnt to the ground, right? They had to that's rebuild what's it. funny. I forgot. Dave, I completely forgot. I was yeah. talking to the waitress yesterday. And she was saying, yeah, the piano was in kind of the, the front room. Yeah. Said a handful of years ago, we moved it kind of back on the other side of the bar. We just kind of opened things up because you couldn't get through. And she said, then the fire happened. But it was a fire in the middle of the afternoon and she said a lot of the memorabilia that they got was damaged. Oh. But when you go in, the piano's still there, signed pictures from Tom Cruise. It's a great place to go. The food was great. And so we started there and then came across to Manchester Grand Hyatt, right up to the fourth floor where MLB Network was yeah. for uh, winter meetings. Dude, it was a blast. Rooftop Cinema was so much fun. We loved it. And families and kids and everybody having a blast. Dude, the picture, I mean, it's 1230 in the afternoon. It's overcast. But uh, I think I paid 19 a ticket. Yeah. And it included individual popcorns for everybody. We had a great time. We get out of there. I bring Cade and Vita home. Jack and I go to the movie theater by my house. We buy two tickets at nine dollars 
for the Sebastian Maniscalco movie. Okay. You like it? Kay well, didn't want to go to that one? Well, you know, we found out, Dave, when we were walking into the Sebastian Maniscalco movie, we found out that they were showing the AEW pay-per-view in there. Now, I found out afterwards that they were charging 25 bucks for the AEW yeah. pay-per-view. But we we thought they said theater seven. Yeah. They had actually said theater five. So we were about two and a half hours into AEW, and I was like, I think we're in the wrong theater. <laughs> so we went, we went and watched the AEW pay-per-view. Great partner of Upper Deck. We love them. Jack and I had an absolute blast at that. And so at that point, I put my phone away. Okay. And came home and, and watched... You watched it last night? Yeah, Jack's okay. like, hey, we're going to play uh, MLB The Show. I was like, nope, we're going to watch Succession. <laughs> He's like, I've never seen an episode. I said, great, you watched the last one. It's an hour and a half. Fuck, it was great. <laughs> it was great. It was good. It was good. Uh, right? Oh, I don't, I'm, we're not going to give anything away. Because no, we, we were on Thursday, yeah, though. Yeah, I mean, fuck, you got to watch it by then. But I mean, they should have watched it by now. Yeah. Jesus Christ, it's 10 o'clock on Monday night. If you haven't watched it by now, are you really a fan? Were you no shit? Well, it's funny you say that because it started and I realized I was ten minutes late, and I was like, I got to fucking watch as fast as I can before somebody spoils it for me. And so I'm watching this goddamn show, and yeah, and um, you know, in your head, you're playing the game from the first yeah. episode. You're playing the game. Who's yeah. going to be the guy? And you're sitting there going through, or it. the woman, or the woman who's going to be the person that gets it. And uh, man, for through four years. I've said it switched in my head a million times. Yeah, me too. And then uh, I thought they did a good job. Yeah. I thought they did a good it job. It left you at the end going, whoa. Right? It did. Like, I had to rewind the last 10 minutes of the show and watch it again. Yeah. Just to see all the but, the, the, the talking. But I, I, I mean, I, I read a thing today that was talking about eight perfect episodes of TV shows. Yeah. Seven of them were shows I've never watched. Really? Right? Like White Lotus. And, okay, I was in White Lotus. And uh, I think there was maybe a Barry episode in there and, and a couple of those and then something else that's on. And they said for succession, Connor's Wedding, where I know a lot of you are catching up, so uh, I'm not going to say anything. But that was one that was a really intense episode. And you go, man. That, that was pretty wild, right? Of course, Big Mouth Elston. Was it Elston? <laughs> Big Mouth Elston. Are you pulling it back? Either Elston or Padilla. A couple of Big Mouths. Yeah. Uh, one of them fucked it up. Oh, no. Had to be the guy to put shit out there. Too early, right? And, uh, but Dave, I, I think, man, the, the last three... I was trying to think how much I remembered of like the last three of Breaking Bad, the last three of Sopranos. I thought the last Breaking Bad was about as good as it got. Right. I loved it. Yeah. I have it on my DVR still. Really? Yeah. Dude, that's funny. Um, I was trying to think last three Sopranos. I gave you credit the other day. Yeah. I gave you credit to to Matt Coyle because I think everybody remembers now how Sopranos ended. Yes. Hey, don't say anything. I've been season three. <laughs> Shut up. The, let me tell you, the best Sopranos episode was the second to last one was the best one. See, that's what I was trying to think. The last three. What was, okay, what the, was in that one? That's when the that's when the bad guy in the Sopranos, Phil, 
is uh, is sitting there saying we're going to put a hit on the New Jersey families. And we're going to take out everybody in the New Jersey families. And Phil's the guy from. Uh, he's in a bunch of. He's in a bunch but of. But wasn't he's he in a, casino? Yes, he's in because he's a. He's he, Joe Pesci's buddy yeah, in real life, right? Yeah, yeah, Didn't he? The yeah. guy who tells Pesci go get your your shaman box? box and good. Yes. Yeah. Same guy. Guy gets stabbed in the in the trunk. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But he's in casino also. Who ends up killing Joe Pesci? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I was trying to think about dude. He just I, died in real life a couple of years, a couple of years ago. What a great actor! Yeah, he was. Man, Phil Leotardo was his name in The Sopranos, but that's that's the one where he goes after everyone in Tony's family. That's the second to the last one. Oh, that, I gotta go that, back and watch that, that one. The, just go to that one. That one, the second to last one. It's like the it's the Blue Comet. I think it's called. Is that what it's that's called? The, think of the title of the movie or the show. So when, when the end of Sopranos was going on, I had this conversation yeah. with Coyle the other day, and he freaked out. He loved it. When the end of Sopranos were going uh, going on, Dave and I were at Free FM. Yeah. And it was getting ready to wrap up. And so that was the show that a lot of you probably don't remember, but it was the FM show, and it was crazy because we didn't do sports. We did everything else, right? And I, I was just telling how does Chicken Radio suit Vincent about this because I found yesterday, I went to storage, and I found one of the talking urinal cakes. Yeah. <laughs> and we were doing these shows yeah. where drinking shows, we've talked about it. We had guys come in with weed that brought us each like 20 joints. Yeah. And our program director took them all because Dave and I didn't smoke. We had strippers in there. And, and DeVincent's like, what? And I said, yeah. but She they, didn't know right across the hallway? No. Maniacs was a zoo. But I said... um, if you remember, they were like the high times girls because yeah. the strippers came in yeah. and they were covered in tattoos from like the neck down and rings and piercings. Yeah. And uh, I remember Dave Winfield hung out with us in there. Dave Winfield came in. <laughs> Nick Hardwick came in. Right. We had um, Nick gave us a lot of good stuff. On yeah, he was great. And and I was saying to DeVincent, I said, that show, man, legitimately, we'd go home and answer 100 emails a day. Yeah. 100 emails a day, at least. Yeah. Mark Sweeney's wife came in there. Before she they were was married. great. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of fun. Ghost stories, people getting shot, all this crazy shit. But we knew because it had just happened that Imus made the comment about the Rutgers women's That's basketball crazy. team that we were done. Sopranos ends yeah. on Sunday. Dave and I are counting down. It's Friday, June 22nd. My friend Laura's birthday. I remember it. And Friday, June 22nd, we find out we're getting fired in the morning. CBS radio tells us, hey, guys, the end of the road. That's exactly what they did. And, but would you mind doing a show today? And we go, ah, all right. Yeah, I guess. Can you do an extra two hours? I was like, fuck no, dude. I'm not doing, I already have my final check in my hand. Fuck you. We're not doing an extra two hours. They wanted us to hang on so they could change over to to Sophie. Sophie. 103.7. 103.7. Yeah. Remember what I said to, to Jim Daniels? No. I was like, would you, let me ask, if you fired the fucking janitor, would you say hang around for two extra hours yeah. and clean the toilets? Fuck out of here. Well, yeah, JD so got a, fired too. Yeah, I know. We didn't know at the time he was getting fired. He never told us he was getting fired, but we, I kind of, I was a <laughs> okay. dick to him. He's not working at Kayla West. You see his hair? Yeah. So Susan DeVincent, I'm telling her this story today. And I go, yeah, they, I go, uh, I said, uh, JD told us we're fired. She goes, who the hell's JD? <laughs> and I go, 
I go, Jim Daniels. And she goes, she goes, shit. She goes, you're the only JD I know. You've been JD forever. And I go, is this fucking guy talking in third person? Dude, that's funny as fuck. So Friday the 22nd, Dave and I get fired in the morning. I was just yeah. telling Coyle this. And now we cannot say anything. No, for three hours. For three hours. So we're doing the show. Bob Bollinger and Cliff Albert, Brian Wilson are texting us during the show saying what happened. Dave and I are like, we just got fired. But that actually opened up the door for us because we took the high road. Yeah. Palais and his brilliance, we said, what are we going to do at the end? And Palais said, do the Sopranos move. Yeah. And Coyle lost his mind. He goes, dude, that's incredible. I go, it's 100% Dave. I don't even know if you were in the room when I told Safe Stewart what we are going to do. No, I was you there. there we said said it it. To, you said it to Jim Daniels in the morning yeah. when we were in the, in the meeting with JD in the office where the door didn't yeah. close. That's when you came up with it. And, and then because Jim, Jim Daniels, our program director, gets fired. And this is important part of the story. Jim had been fired too. Yeah. And boy, what an interesting dude, man. Highs and lows with that dude a yeah. lot. But a good dude. He was a good guy. And uh, and I love him, and I know you do too. Yeah, I do. And, and uh, Jim gets fired. He's out too, and he tells Jeff Stewart, leave, I'm running the board for the last half hour of the show. And he came on, and, dude, we just told stories, and it was great, man. It was great because, dude, right, Dave? I'm yeah. not, I'm no, not, you're right. He believed in us. Well, not only that, he got on a plane, went to New York to try to fight for us. Because he said, it's not these guys' fault that fucking I just ran his too. mouth. Yeah, ran his mouth. And we went from, his word, we kind of pat ourselves on the back, but I'm, I'm proud of this. Because we hadn't done a show like this before. This is yeah. all brand new. But we went from being like the last play show in that time slot to yeah. top 10. Yeah. In a matter of months. That's the one show. We had a huge female audience. I was devastated. Couldn't give, le I mean, 1090 ended, I didn't give a shit. You know, it's funny. We had a conversation today in a, our text message. And as soon as it was, we, it was Erica and Laura. Mm -hmm. And I said, man, this is a great topic for Free FM. As soon as I saw it. Yes. You know? Yeah. And I was like, God dang it. If we had that show, that's what the topic we would have done tomorrow. That that was the one. KFNB sucked. I believed in it because we didn't break the union. Yeah. Uh, iHeart was a shitty place. A lot. I mean, who, dude, iHeart, people don't remember. They were such a shitty company that they fired 2,000 people on the day Barack Obama got sworn in because they wanted it, which they were right. Yeah, wouldn't be news, newsworthy. It wouldn't be newsworthy because nobody would know that iHeart blew out 2,000 people because everybody would be talking about Barack Obama. Elston went out that day. Elston and Ruthie, Nina Ruthie, were the two. They literally fired... A hundred people in our building. Everybody gets cleared out. And Craig and Nina were the two that, are you sure you know what you're doing? There's a hundred fucking Cobra packages. And Elston and Nina. Uh, I love them both. But it's like, get the fuck out of here. I think Nina had to be escorted out. Craig didn't have to be escorted out. Craig, Craig eventually figured it out. I think they had to walk Nina out of the building. Ruthie, Ruthie 66. There's a hundred fucking, I walked in. I go, hey guys, what's going on? What are we doing? Bill Pugh yeah. and uh, Mark Sablowski, oh Dan God. Patrick's yeah. brother. God damn, can you imagine just sitting there? It was like office space. Yeah. 
And and uh, I don't know. I was like fortieth. Hey guys, what's happening? What the fuck? Shut up! <laughs> Shut up, asshole! Dude, I will say this: they on that one when we got blown out. Yeah, uh, we got. Were you part of that or were no, you? No, I was gone three months earlier. All right, on that one. Yeah, I got severance pay. Yeah, for six months, I was able to draw unemployment. Yeah. And they didn't block, God bless Brian Wilson. He didn't block us from uh, freelancing at AM830. That's true. So Jack and Cade were, I just bought my house. Yeah. And uh, and Jack and Cade were only a year. And so, yeah, I mean, I rip iHeart all the time, but that that was Brian Wilson, Bill Pugh, man. And I, I appreciate cool. they were, yeah, I mean, I was drawing three checks. Well, yeah, but, the Angels paid great. But at Free FM. Trying to get back on track, we were wrapping up, and we couldn't say this was our final show. We couldn't say Sophie was coming up. And Pale goes, "Dude, let's do the Sopranos thing." And Jimmy Daniels, running that board, played it, and then went dark on stop, just like in the TV show. Brilliant. And we went, and then it went dead air for thirty seconds. Thirty seconds, which is huge. Yeah, in radio, that's a long fucking time. Because Safe told me. And I think he told you, he he was like, holy shit. He's like, dude, I would have given you four seconds. <laughs> because he had to keep it's his true. job. Yeah. He had, I, I understood. Yeah. I know you would have understood. Yeah. Jimmy Daniels was out the door with us, and it went dark for 30 seconds. And we were like, whoa. And that was very early days of text messaging, right? Yeah. It's like where you'd have to go ABC. Well, the, the iPhone came out that year. Yeah. Like most people didn't have it. But, but like, if yeah. you had, like, yeah, a, it puts a Nokia three phone times. Yeah. and our phone, dude, it went crazy. It did. Because people were, like... Uh, it sent the message of us having to say it. Yeah, people knew. Dave yeah. and Jeff just got blown up. Yeah. Because there was no Instagram. Nope. I don't know. I don't know that we were on... I wasn't on Facebook or anything. Yeah, I mean, we're talking yeah. 2007. Yeah. But... Dude, that was Palais, and I told uh, I told Coyle that, and he goes, "Oh, dude, that's pretty strong." And I said, "Yeah," and I said, "Dave's idea executed by a guy who was out with us." And I I walked out. That was June twenty second. Red Sox were in town <laughs> that night. You. I was down at Petco Park with Vita. Yeah, pregnant. We're eight days away from flying to Hawaii to get married. And uh, we're down the we're down the third baseline, and just me and her, and I'm talking, and I say something, and a guy behind me goes, "Hey Jeff, I love the show," and I go, "Well, you did. We got we got fired today. <laughs> Fuck. And I think you bought me a beer. That's cool. But That's um, cool. you know, it's funny that you, it's funny you say that about how you were devastated because dude, killed me. Every station we've ever left, it was. It was such a relief to leave. Yeah, you yeah. want the check in any job. I mean, I'm sure there are people who have been fired from jobs before, felt the same thing. Literally on the freeway, you're driving home and you feel like a huge weight's off your shoulders. Oh, like, yeah. like KFMB, there's so much stress with the union mm-hmm. thing. With uh, with with ESPN 800, oh, it was it was literally like, thank God this nightmare's over. ESPN 800 was an immediate drive. I don't think people remember that show. That show was out of control. It was way out of control. That show every goddamn day was, I I literally had no idea 
that I would ever have to work with the Chargers again, the Padres again. I did everything I could every day to blow up every bridge with a boss who didn't speak English. Yeah. But he said and his assistant didn't speak English very well. No one listened to the show. No, they just said they heard us laughing, so you yeah. must be having a good time. <laughs> Dave was the program director. I was Jeff's boss. <laughs> we just we did uh, the Sandy Alderson show. Yeah, that was awesome. Which was we were going to do. Sandy hated it. Remember we got in the elevator with yeah. Sandy. He was pissed. <laughs> uh, we did the Sandy Alderson show. It's when Joe Tatino was doing the Tony Gwynn report. Yeah. And I found a guy in Mira Mesa whose name was Anthony Wynn. Yeah. So I said to Dave, let's get this guy from Mira Mesa on. We called him. English was not no. one of his top five languages, but it was going to be the Tony Wynn report. Yeah, we just asked baseball questions. Okay, no idea what the fuck we're asking. <laughs> I think we tried it once, yeah. and it was so fucking funny. I don't think it ever made it to air. I don't think the audience could figure it out. What no, we were doing. But we the were, guys at 690, 100% were like, what the fuck? 1090, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it was a complete mock of what the Tony was Wood doing. Report. Yeah. And I said, well, literally just write down the questions Joe asked Tony yeah. 19, and then we'll just repeat them to Tony Wynn. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, I can't believe we didn't follow up. That was like my favorite bit. That was a great one. And then um, the Charger thing where you lost your shit was over the top. No, we uh, no. That was at KFMB. No, we a lot. No, we lost your shit about the Greek symbol for fuck. Oh you. yeah, that was at ESPN eight hundred. That was at ESPN eight hundred. And Bill Bill Johnston. Remember, I, yeah, I had the CHP guy come in and monitor me. Dave how got many drunk. Be- yeah, completely drunk on the air. Yeah, had the guy testing me like every ten minutes because I'm pounding two beers every every segment. But uh, and then I cut. I made it through right to the very end when I was yeah. thinking him. I cussed. Yeah, and it got out. Yeah, because <laughs> we never had a dumb button. No, no, we're in your goddamn garage. The original, or in your... It was in a, yeah, it was in a room. But in 2004, I told you, this team is going to move to L.A., yep. they're going to change to powder blue, and they're going to put the Greek symbol for fuck you on the helmet. Yeah. So Bill Johnston Who calls... Works for the pods now. Yeah, but Bill called me... I love Billy. But, man, in those days, oh, we were having a few do dos And Bill calls, and he goes, hey, man. And I, I didn't have a credential for that no, shitty team. not give a shit. Could There's not. nothing he could do for you at that point. Right. You're like, yeah, I don't need one thing from this guy. Not one. And he calls me, and he goes, hey, man, I got to ask you a few things. I go, all right, I'm all riled up. And he goes, did you say this? I wish I could remember what the first two were. And I go, no, like legit, we hadn't said him. And he goes, okay. Like he didn't really doubt, like he kind of doubted, yeah, yeah. but he was like, okay, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. What about this? I heard you said this. I go, no. Now anybody knows this podcast, I fucking forget everything Dave does a minute later. <laughs> so in hindsight, Billy, I apologize. There's probably a really good chance I did say one and two. I just forgot. <laughs> And then he goes, uh, okay, he goes, hey, man, I just got to ask. Uh, did you say this team's moving to L.A. and going powder blue and putting the Greek symbol for F.U. on the helmet? I go, oh, yeah, I did say that. <laughs> and and Bill, started, Bill started laughing. He goes, you did? I go, oh, yeah, maybe a few times. Hey, guys, look, man, uh, I'm just asking you, got a guy. Can you leave the Greek thing out of it? Yeah. 
And he said, it's the one thing that really hits a nerve. That's <laughs> the one thing. No, but that's what I he know. said. I remember. And I, I remember. I, I said, you know what, Billy? I, I got you. Yeah. And we dropped it and we yeah. stopped doing it because yeah. uh, Bill's great. Yeah. Dude, I didn't want any heat on Billy Johnston no. ever. No, he literally called my home phone number. Where I was like, how right the fuck? Yeah. I was yeah. like, how the fuck's he have We're my home phone number? Book. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, I was like, God dang, this guy called a number that no one ever calls. Yeah. But the first two, I didn't remember saying. Yeah. Like he, it was something pretty wild about, about Alex or Dean and even something that would have, for yeah. that show, would have crossed the line. And he would have been embarrassed if you heard it now. Like if, oh, you, yeah, if I played yeah, that for yeah. you now, you'd go, oh my God, oh my God. You'd be embarrassed that you right. did it. And, uh, but but shit, we were, we had such a chip on our shoulder. About we so, everything. Everything. And it was such a, it was, it was like pirate With radio. every team. Let me tell you, man. People still tell me all the time it was the greatest show of all time. <laughs> it was so it was so angry all day, all day long. And when the Raiders made the move to get Randy Moss, we called every Raider legend and put him on there. Remember yes. that yeah. to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> we were such dicks the entire time, dude. Such assholes. Like it's funny. Yeah, because people today would be like... There's so much funny shit in there, man. I, <laughs> we have my, those shows, one right? of my Yeah, I, I got them. One of my favorite things on that show is... I you, really do wish we had done the Tony window. <laughs> one of my favorite things on that show was you were dating a lot of people at the time. Yes. And then you told me, right when I was coming back from a segment, dude, I'm breaking up with this girl. It was Vita, who ended up wanting to get marrying. Yeah. And then, like, in the middle of the segment, you look at me, and you, like, mouth the words, she says she's not going. <laughs> she's not, I'm not breaking no, up with she her. she told me, I go, hey, this is it. It's yeah. not working out. Yeah. Uh, I think we're done. And she, like, I go, Dave, ah, she's done. <laughs> Diddly. That's weird. That's it. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. This ain't over. <laughs> oh, shit. Dave said in the break, you're going to marry that one. Yeah. Like, Fuck yeah. She, <laughs> she loves it. That was that was funny. That, that, yeah. That, you, yeah, you were so fucking angry. It was it was really good stuff. Dude. God dang. I yeah. always said I, when you when you got married and had kids, I was like, I need Jeff to go out more. Because you always came back with a shitload of angry stories. Oh, yeah. It made the show great. Gong show. Complete oh, gong show. fantastic. But, but the... No, ESPN, so that show ended for people trying to figure out the history. Yeah. They owed us three grand. And, well, we were working Saturdays doing appearances, and they yes. weren't paying us. And and the owners said, well, hey, guys, you know, you can keep your job and never bring up that money again, or, or I'll we'll pay you. the show right now. And the show's done. And, and we're that, like, yeah, write the fucking check. We're done. Yeah, that that show was because we needed the dough, dude. Three well, grand because we knew working five yeah. six days a week and getting paid for five was bullshit, and that was yeah. going to turn into hey, you're going to work six days and we'll pay you for four. It's only going to get worse. Yeah, and remember, right before that, we threw that giant party at Hooters. Remember that Mission Valley oh, yes. sold out like crazy. Yeah, that, that was cool as hell. And then um, I remember in the, the gas lamp. No, no, no. That was Mission Valley. Was no, it? we were at, we were at no, we we're at the one of the gas lamp because I drive by it all the time. I, I'm pretty sure it was the one in Mission Valley because my wife showed up. Yeah, downtown. And she always says the same thing I, I said. No, you're thinking you're thinking uh, the other one, the other the what's the Scottish one? You're Not thinking, tilted. Kill. Yeah, you're thinking tilted. Kill. I'm telling I thought you, it was downtown where you got the glitter dumped on you. No, no, it wasn't. So hold on. So Jake is like four years old, five years old. Yeah. And my wife's like, why the hell are you guys going to Hooters? I go, because it was sponsored. Yeah. And I go, it's Hooters isn't what you think. I'm trying to explain yeah. to her. It's not a big deal. 
And literally while we're there, man, there were guys who, who you know, take a picture with my girlfriend, right. sign my, my girlfriend's boobs. Right. I mean, they're just pulling the shirts All down. All night. And man, I'm I grab a sharpie and I'm signing this girl's boobs. Yeah, and Jake and Rita walk in. Yeah, nice. And Jake goes, "This is the greatest place ever." ever. <laughs> and I was like trying to explain, like this it isn't was, normal. But we were, we were killing it on that show. Yeah, that was 2004, yeah. so he would have been five, yeah. almost six, right? So yeah, so we're we're sitting there. We go downtown for a meeting if we're going to keep our jobs or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember you're on my right. I'm on the left side yeah. facing the guy. And he says, basically, here's the deal. And you and I were on the same page. This is what we're going to do. If he doesn't pay us, we're fucking walking. Yeah. And uh, he and he said, I go, we're going to quit. And he goes, no, you're not quitting. I'm firing you. Remember that? And we're like, all right, <laughs> asshole. Now Go you got to pay us now unemployment. Now we got unemployment, you dumb fuck. <laughs> so, so I get up out of the chair. I start walking. Yeah. I look back at you and you're like, you looked at me like, I can't believe this is actually happening. Like the show's over. Yeah, that was it. But I was like, fuck this place. Yeah, and we're out. It was walking out. We were walking by sales guys. Hey guys, I got this for you. I got this for you. And you're like, dude, we're just fired. Like we're, we're out. Yeah. Yeah. That sales guys were devastated. Give them the chop. That was. We went to, uh, I think we've told this. But the craziest thing about that ESPN 800, we had a sales guy that, man, oh, man, he was an interesting, interesting dude. Like, could have been a character yeah. on any one of those fucking Vanderpump shows 100%. you watch, right? Yeah. Like, dressed in pink shirts with neon green ties. Wore makeup. Wore makeup. Very flamboyant. Yeah. Struck me like when I see Adam Lambert on TV, I flash back to our sales yeah. guy. But he was married with two kids. Which was crazy. Yeah. Like Todd Chrisley's like, dude, are you serious? Yeah. Right? <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> so this dude goes, we're going to Vegas because. World Series of Poker. World Series of Poker. That's right. Shit. I wouldn't have had that part. World Series of Poker and the Gold Club is about to do a huge buy for the show. Yeah. So we drove out there, right? Yeah. We drove out there. Vita's getting ready to take the bar. She flew out there. So she flies out. First off, it's Palais. They put us up, ironically, at the Mandalay Bay, who we just talked about. We check in, and they have put us the gold room, I think, or World Series of Poker, probably WSOP sponsored it, and we are in this insane suite. We had our own suite. Yeah. But Dave calls me. Dude, hold on. Here's my white trash ass right here, okay? Yeah, I this told is why you, your cousin Greg. I told you, man, my parents, I don't get it. My, my, my dad drove a 911 Porsche. Like, I know, looking yeah. back, and I'm going, my dad had money. Yeah. But, man, he wouldn't spend for a hotel. We never stayed right. in a hotel. We always stayed at, I said on the last show, we stayed in motels, like, by the highway. All the time. Like, the shitty air conditioning, smelled like smoke. It was just dirty as fuck. So, like, you wouldn't walk around those rooms in, in your socks. They were so dirty. Right. Yeah, but, uh, so, trust so, me. So, I've all of a sudden, I'm at the Mandalay Bay. It's a whole new world. And, and it's the one where you have the front room, and then the bedroom opens up behind you. Never knew it existed. Dave calls me. <laughs> And I'm like looking around. There's like a 24 inch TV in every room. In every and this is yeah, but this is 2004. They had TVs in the bathroom. That's why I was just gonna say there's like a 24 inch TV in the bathroom. You've got flat screens, right? Yeah. Again, this is before the Sony Bravias yeah. and all those HD TVs. Man, they're all over. Dave calls me. You believe this shit? <laughs> oh, we got a pull out couch. I'm like, what? 
Do you believe this fucking room we have? 100 percent true. Believe this room we have? I can't. This is fucking great. Typical. I'm so pissed. I got to sleep on the couch. Yeah, I got to sleep on this couch. I go, dude, open that door. Hey, fuck you, (laughs) fuck you. I'm not gonna just walk into some guy's room. That's what I said. Hundred percent. That was it. I go, dude. Because of those motels, I got that door that connects to the other room. And I'm, I can't breathe. I'm like, dude, open the door. Fuck you. I'm not doing it. I, I can't remember. Like, I think I had to finally say, I'll cover your entire tab for the weekend if there's anybody else in there. And you open, hey, okay. All right, I got to go. See you downstairs. So we go Literally to Literally one of my most embarrassing moments. It was great. That I had no idea that there was another room. Right. And uh, now we go to the gold room. Yeah. And it's like a Tuesday. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, I remember. It's a Tuesday at like noon. And it's one of the rare times I bet that place was almost empty. Yeah. So Dave and I go in and I'm telling you, I'll ask you, dude, I had a weird vibe from the moment I walked in that door. Like I thought we might get killed. That's what I thought. (laughs) I thought we're going to say the wrong thing. Yeah. It was completely mafia owned. Yeah. Nobody would know. Yeah. We're just going to get whacked. Yeah. Baseball bat right there. Good. Yeah. And uh No, I'd say what I said it was fifty fifty we weren't walking out. That's a I'm ninety five percent sure that's the last strip club I was in. I don't think not I'm, only that, we didn't even go to the World Series of Poker. Like we were we were like freaked out to do the next thing we we're supposed to do because well, we thought we almost died in that one. Hang on, I'll tell you the uh, the other part that I guarantee you probably don't remember. But starting at the gold room, Dave and I go in. Now Often you go into these meetings, and, and I mean, we've told stories about Dave and I in these meetings. We we don't really do very well. <laughs> and uh, we're like the only two people in there. And the stripper, Dave, am I right? She's got to be 50 yards away from us. Yeah. 25 yards. Felt like she was a ways away. And we're sitting in there, and uh, like, dude, it's just a crazy vibe. Yeah. And there's like one TV that's on. And it's above to our right. And this stripper had a voice like Brian Dennehy. <laughs> hey! The show's up here. Huh? Yeah. What? And, but it struck us funny. Like, we started laughing. And then these two guys roll in. And it's the black shirt, black tie, black yeah. coat. Like, right out of Central Cast. Right out of it. And Dave and I are like, oh, yeah, this is it. Well, okay. Always wondered how it was going to end. And fuck, dude, I wasn't watching Sopranos or anything yet. I was like, dude, this is it. I'm like, oh, Vita can get home, all right, because she bought a one-way ticket. She's going to drive home with us. And uh, that was like a really weird meeting. Yeah. And they were going to buy the show. I don't think the sales guy was even there. I think it was just you and me. No, the silk guy was not there. It was you and me. Just you and me with these yeah. guys. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, it gives me that weird vibe thinking about it. This was 20 years ago. Yeah. Now. The worst thing about leaving that show was that same sales guy had a deal worked out where Snoop Dogg was supposed to join us every Friday. Yes. Picking games. Picking games. But now we have to do a show. And they said, you're going to do the show from where Al Bernstein does his radio show. That's right. ESPN Radio has a setup That's right. at this local restaurant. Yeah. So Dave and I leave Gold Club. We got out because we said, hey, guys, we got to be on the air. Audience is waiting for Okay, sure. <laughs> sure. And uh, 
<laughs> and we get to ESPN radio and there's, they don't know who the fuck yeah. we are. Yeah, we didn't get on there. Nothing's been set up. There's no tab. No. Right? No. Like, I think we ate. We had to pay for it. We had no per diem. And, uh, and now, but, but Dave and I are like, fuck. Like, what's on the air back in San Diego? And I think they just ran. Eric Casilius. <laughs> Dude, I haven't thought of that guy. The Sports Brothers. Oh, shit. And, uh, yeah, that dude, that was a weird one. Yeah, that was completely different. That's the thing, man. Like, do you remember that guy's name? The sales guy's name? I think I got it. Go I don't ahead. remember his last name. His first name is Josh. Wasn't it Josh? Oh, shit. I think it was. Oh, shit. Yeah, I so, thought he was setting us to, us up to get killed. I was like, these guys are on to me. Even though I have a wife and kids, these guys are on to me. <laughs> I gotta uh, have to kill these guys off, bury them in the desert. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm thinking about the guys. Uh, Ello. Think about one guy from each station. Ello would have been the longest in this market. I think I'm right, 97.3. And I think Darren, maybe Ben. But Ben goes all the way back. Ben goes. Ben was on Kogo yeah, like yeah. when we were on. Late 90s. Dude, I. I well, no, 2001, I think, right? Whenever the fuck they switched well, over. But he'd be. But Ben would have been, oh, wait, but Ben's where Ello is. Yeah. Ello's been on. Well, Ello's been on since at least Dude. 93 on yeah. Sonic, because that's when I met Chris. And he was on before that when he was doing goals with me at KSDO. Okay. So, yeah. And then I would think from, from 760, it's got to be Darren. I'd love to ask Ello, Ben, or Darren. Did you ever go into a meeting where you thought, hey, there, there might be a chance I get fucking murdered right here? No way. You know why? Because if that was ever the case, both those guys would have been murdered. <laughs> both those guys would have no, said wait, the dumb said thing. both those guys. Both those guys. Ben, Ello, or Darren? All three? Not Darren. Darren would have been smart enough not to get killed. <laughs> Ello would have got pissed off <laughs> and got killed for sure. <laughs> and Elson would have just said something dumb. Would have got killed. Who, Ben or no, Elson? No, Ello. Uh, uh, Ello would have been killed just because he would have started yelling at the wrong person. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you don't know. I could see Ella's done. Fucking done, dude. He'd open his mouth fucking in the desert. And Elston just be the guy that runs his mouth. Hey, you keep not saying Elston. They're, they're both. Oh, no, no. God dang. No, I'm telling you. Elston and Ella would have been killed. Yeah. Darren, I think Higgins gets out. Ben's fine. Yeah, I think I think Higgins gets out. He's too nice a guy. Yeah. Elston would definitely. I think he's smart enough to figure it out. Elston would definitely. Dude, Elston couldn't figure out the Cobra packets. He's definitely going. He's <laughs> Definitely gonna say something stupid. <laughs> yeah, in the desert. Shit. Sorry to see you guys. Ella's that guy in the mafia movies are like, I never thought he'd shut the fuck up. That's why he <laughs> he's gets uh, he's he, Joey Pants. Yeah, he gets the ice pick in the neck. Who's the guy, uh Joe Pantanello? Who did he yeah. play in Sopranos? You know the guy that uh, dude, what the fuck was he in uh Sopranos? Oh um God dang it. I'm drawing a blank. He got he got strangled by Tony. Yeah, you know the guy. Yeah, man. exactly. God, that character was an asshole. Right? Guy did such a good job with that character. Dude, he's so good. He was good. You think who's that? Is that Craig or is it? Uh... Oh fuck, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, it's Craig. It's El that's Ella. That's Ella. He portrayed. Hang on, what was his fucking name on that show? Ralph. Yeah, Ralph. Ralph. God dang it. With the hat. Yeah. Craig might show up with that hat, like Ralph Four. Fuck. 
God oh, dang. boy. Yeah, what a, what a mess. What a, what a mess. What, what a shitty business. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, that, was, that was the craziest trip ever. I remember driving back. I was driving that uh, the Black Sequoia. It was yeah. you and Vita. And I don't think my heart like hit a normal beat till Hila Bend. <laughs> like, just get me the fuck out of here. And what's really funny, like, for me. I guess it wouldn't be Hila Bend. I don't remember what road we what we came back uh, with. Coming back through Baker. Yeah. Yeah, Bum Boy, man. World's fuck. biggest thermometer. That's right. Damn. And I remember telling her. Damn. I remember getting back and telling her. Like, I think we almost just got murdered. Yeah. And she and I had been dating for, I don't know, a year. She was like, what? I go, I swear to God. And then Dave and I just escaped. And I go, this stripper who sounded like Brian Dennehy just yelled at me. Made me feel bad about myself. I felt like saying, I don't want to see you naked. I've seen a lot. <laughs> I've seen a lot. Not you. <laughs> Pass. Yeah, you would have been killed. That would have been it. That would have been it. That would have been my last. Yeah. Just pull out the machete. <laughs> Damn. It's fucking business. I know, what the right? hell? Dude, insane. But, God dang, man. But I was just saying, because we're talking Celtics. I've been talking Celtics for yeah. three days with Suda Vincent. Oh, and, yeah. She's a Boston girl. And I was saying to her, Dave, just, I was saying, yeah. all the places we went to, we're KFNB. Who was on? Who was on the FM when we were at eight hundred? Was it Billy Blast? Was Billy there? I don't remember. I don't remember that. The, funny. It was like what was the FM? It was a good FM ninety eight one, right? No, not ninety eight one. What you're talking more? What you said eight hundred? ESPN eight hundred. They had it was, the, it was it was all Hispanic music. No, they had the they had uh, it was more. F- oh, I thought it was more FM. Yeah, more FM, but they had a couple of English shocks on. Because they were on the air in That's the basement. Right. That's right. That always smelt like chlorine or yeah. or bleach. They had to because the whole building smelled like urine. Because or the mold. Homeless guy. Yeah, the homeless and the elevator. You thought you're gonna die every day. Yeah. You're like we're falling right through this elevator. Yeah. Uh, yes. Every day you'd go in there, but at KFMB, but the homeless guys would pee right through the front door. Remember? Yeah. That was nice. <laughs> hey, they washed the sidewalk. Whoop. Have you walked by that building? What is in that building? Uh, the, until about a year ago. I think it's 1027 10th Avenue. Yeah. Until about a year ago. Yeah. The ESPN 800, more FM, was really? still at the doorbell. Oh, wow. Yeah. And now they finally took it down. Um, But at KFMB, here's my question. At any one of these radio stations yeah. that we've been, was there anybody that you went in, AM or FM, and you said you were genuinely excited to meet, that you wanted to meet this person. Start with KFMB. KFMB was... I tell you what, you're going to laugh when I wait, say I'll this. I'll go back no. to KSDO. Okay, well, KSDO I wasn't part of, but you'll laugh at KFMB. It's funny. It, it was Laura Kane is who I wanted to meet. Oh, really? Yeah, I wanted to meet Laura Kane. Actually, actually, maybe I should tell Laura Kane that, hey, you know what? You were the one person in the building. Oh, she would love it. Because Jeff and Jer, we kind of knew, but at the same time, those guys were at a whole nother level. I was never thinking, I'm, I want to meet these guys. I'm not going to bother these guys. No, but but it, Laura Kane was probably the one, because she seemed the most genuine. So I started at KSDO, and I was thinking about it today. Like, there were so many guys yeah. that did radio so well there on the AM. George Riley in the morning, Dave, doing news. I don't know if you remember him at all. Dude, no. incredible. George Riley, Binkowski, um, Kramer, Hedgecock, 
Ken Yearwood, these fucking guys were so talented yeah. at what they did. And then on the FM, FM was KCLX 102.9. And people remember the late John Leslie was on KGB. It was just fucking brilliant. But we had a couple other. Sue Delaney, unfortunately, by the time Sue got there, you know, she was she was fighting a few things, but really, really cool. Co was there, who we love. But we had guys that I guarantee you nobody remembers. Dave, I swear, I wish they were on the air now because you'd be like, dude, this fucking guy's incredible. We had two FM jocks. First guy was a guy named Charlie Weaver, and the second guy was a guy named John Dion did overnights. Yeah. Holy fuck, man. So good on the radio. And then at KFMB, from an AM side... I mean, it was pretty. It was pretty cool to meet Cliff. Cliff See, I didn't know Cliff beforehand. I yeah. I never listened to KFMB except for Pottery Radio. Uh, Cliff was great. Always has been. Mac and Joe were super cool. They were no. Really, everyone was super nice. I never had an but, issue. I just didn't want to meet. Wasn't like for me at six nineties where I started. Yeah, who'd you want to meet there? I wanted to meet. Uh, well, I wanted to work for Mason. Steve oh, Mason, that's cool. And, but I, and I did. But um, I wanted to meet Hacksaw yeah, and Hartman right. and Chet. But the deal is, when I met Lee, it was such a <laughs> it was such a disappointment. I felt like you know the scene in the Wizard of Oz where you realize the wizard behind the curtain, yeah. and it's not what they thought. That's how I felt when I realized Lee was full of shit. It bothered me <laughs> a lot. And 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 the one thing he did that bothered me the most was the Tuesday interviews. People will remember. Pete and Point Loma will remember this, but the. They, what they do is they interviewed the head coach and a player for mm -hmm. the upcoming game. And it was a whole pool oh, of yeah, reporters. yeah, yeah, Like Bernie Wilson, everybody's mm -hmm. standing around. And they're all getting asked a question. And then Hacksaw would take that tape and he would take everyone else out of it. And he would ask questions like he was doing a one-on-one -on -one with Don yes. Shula or doing a one-on-one -on -one with Dan Marino. And he'd play it back. And if the guy never said, thanks, Lee, at the end, it means he stole the interview. Yeah. And boy, it pissed me off to go, man, you're fucking stealing other people's work. Didn't he eventually change that to a sports night special report, though? And and like Joe or Clubber would do like in and outs you around know what? Craig. I was, I was gone by then. I was just like, fuck, that's not what I thought. But I remember because Bernie was a guy that was super nice to me at the beginning, gave me some jobs and stuff to do for Associated Press. And he said they would go out of the way to like try and cough during yeah. the interviews or make noises. <clears throat> Posner hated it. Bernie hated it. Jay Pears. Jay Paris, all those Nick. guys were like, dude, you're stealing this shit. Yeah. Aren't you embarrassed at all that you have to see these people uh, who were there? He did not give a fuck. No, he was the ultimate zero fucks given. And he was, <laughs> dude, he was. He, did not, he, he didn't care, man. And then I, and I remember Mason had me, because Mason goofed on him all the oh, time. Oh, yeah. And Mason. That was a wild station at that point. It was. And Mason, because Mason hated it there. Mason was yeah. the morning guy. John yes. Lynch was the morning show guy. And he sucked in the mornings, and he thought John Lynch was firing him. He sent all the shit back to Ohio. He's going to move back to Ohio. Goes on vacation, comes back, and Lynch goes, no, you have the night show. And fuck, he had to ship all the shit back out. With uh, Rick Schwartz? He was with Rick Schwartz at the time, before he got with Ireland. And uh, he hated fucking Rick Schwartz. <laughs> he fucking hated everything about the building, hated everything. I and mean, he would show up, man, when the music was playing. Didn't know shit. People say, what do you think of the Chicago Bears? He go, what do you think of the Chicago Bears? And he just feed off that guy's answer. He didn't didn't care. He's working on his book all the time. Hated every second of being in that building. And then <laughs> Mark, Dave Marcus, who's the Padre producer, fucking yeah. just sweating like crazy because all the, the fighting back and forth between him and Schwartz at the commercial breaks. And we're going through this whole thing. And Mason says to me, hey, 
I want you to come up with questions for Hacksaw Show, and then we're going to play them back on our show. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And so he had me call in and say, because Lee would never admit he didn't know shit. Right. And he had me do that, do it like, hey, I hear the Dodgers are looking at a second baseman in Japan. His name is Win One Soon. Can you give me some stats? And Lee gave a full answer. Guy hit 278, 22 well, stolen bases. You could be a regular Dodger, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> then we fucking, move on. And then Lee, Steve would play it. Oh, fuck. Remember, and Steve always yeah. opened every show with want to thank Hacksaw for the pregame show. The pregame show. <laughs> 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 fucking Lee hated that shit. And he called Dude. Tatino the bullfrog and said bulldog. Fucking, he, he wanted fi- to get fired so bad. He hated that fucking place. That fucking idiot Mason had the funniest thing because when Saw Show would end, you'd hear, Dot, da, da, da. you've been listening to the Mason Schwartz pregame show with yeah. Lee Hex. Now stick around. Yeah, I think it was Too Much Show was the but name too of the much show. show. But he had a fucking sounder and the voice guy saying, You've been listening Hex, to I hated that shit. <laughs> That's fucking great. Imagine if John and Jim just played at a sounder at the end of Darren. You were listening to the John and Jim pregame show with Darren Smith. Does stick around. That's it. Stick oh, around. Darren and fucking strike. And it was a five-hour show every night. Yes. It was 7 to 12, and then we had to stay for the Mexican National Anthem. Yeah. Which went forever, and then, then Marcus and I got to leave. Well, Rome had that show. Yeah. When Rome had the night show. Yeah. Dude, that might be, that might be the best show ever. See, and Rome be- was a dick, man. Rome but told he, everyone in that building, you guys were lucky to once have known me, lose my number. I mean, he, he turned into a complete shot, asshole. Though. He did. But, I mean, he, this is a way to do it and just move on. But to tell everyone to lose my fucking Dude, number. I'm telling you, that that night show that he had with all those guys, because I'd be working the liquor store yeah. to midnight. And those guys, Jim was on. Jim, I knew Joe from the soccers. You won a shirt, didn't you, on his I show? I did. <laughs> How long did, did it take to get it? They mail it to you. If oh you yeah, get fuck it. I, well, Joe was a buddy of mine because okay. we were working at the soccer. Dude, I had like two days. Oh, it was that's great. Funny. And well, but the crazy thing about that show was it was the huge call of the night. Yeah. And the fucking shirt was like a four XL. <laughs> that uh, it was a great bit, dude. That was yeah. a great bit. And I had that shirt forever. Did it say huge on it? What it said? Yeah, it said on the front, and people freaked out. Like if you wore it, yeah. On the front, it was the black shirt. And in white, it just had the mighty 690 across the front with the pennant. Okay. And then on the back, um, dude, the font was probably like the letters had to be 14 inches long. And it just said huge. And the only way you got it was if you won it. Yeah. And I had been my brother's in-laws lived at the farms. And I'd been invited to the Christmas party. And I went out to the family Christmas party. Wearing that fucking shirt? No. This okay. is how I want it. Okay. And I went out there, and Bruce Hurst lived next door. Yeah. And, I mean, it's like when the farms had just been built. And so my brother and I go out front, and we're having a beer. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you hear this, oh, holy night. I'm like, what the fuck is that? My brother's like, oh, it's Bruce Hurst. And Bruce Hurst in just this falsetto, and they're like around the piano singing all these fucking songs. <laughs> and so I just called and I said, they punched me through. I was like the last call of the night. I never called a radio show. And I was like, hey, man, I was just in Rancho Santa Fe. And 
I heard Bruce Hurst, the the star, and he's singing in this high falsetto, and it sucked, and something like that. And and I mean, I think it was rigged because yeah. Joe's my buddy. But Joe dug it. Joe was like, "Dude, you brought it. That was good." And uh, and I told you, man, I went there for a couple of days, and only not we've done this, but Jim Jim was the update guy, and he and he was cool. I literally only knew him for. Uh, I don't know, four hours over, you know, two different days. And he was super cool. But, but again, that's because Joe and I were buddies and I kind of had that, but, um, Saul was cool to me. I I've told that when I, when I interned for the soccers and I wanted to get in, I took my motorcycle down there and I took the wrong turn off of Tecolote road. And I came down to, uh, pack highway. No, we're broadcasting. Yeah. Saul was out front, dude. No, I, I that's well. Yeah, Saul, Saul and I have had a few laps around the track, but I'll, I'll never give him shit where, for that. Where is uh, where's Joe now? I think he's still doing Galaxy. Is it really? Yeah, I think he's still doing Galaxy. But for me, like Jagger and Christie, I'll always be indebted to because they they were the first ones to say we got to get you on there. So Mark Jagger, uh, dude, I love Christy Knight. Yeah, but. When Mark Jagger was kind of by himself as Pirate Boy on Star, and and again with John Leslie, all the guys we mentioned, dude Jagger at that point might have been the best I've ever seen. AMFM, like, dude, Mark Jagger's so good on the radio, so yeah. good, and and that. But when we got there to Free FM. Like, for the first time, I, I definitely wanted to meet Suda Vincent because I thought she was insanely hot from seeing her on NBC7. And I, I, Sonny West is fine. Kevin Dean's a guy. No, they're fine. But Sue DeVincent was and always has been so good on the radio. And then the other guy, dude, I was dying to meet was Sam. Yeah. Was Sam Bass. And I was guaranteed, I thought for sure Sam would fucking hate this show. And the, great. The, the show that we did with Sam in here about a year before he died is one of my favorite shows that we've done. Yeah. When he Sam came down great. and he talked about getting clean and fighting through. And it's funny, man, he's been showing up on my Facebook memories because at this time, 2019, he was kind of in the up and down. But I was saying to Sue yesterday, I was saying, fuck, man, like that's the one. Rickards was great. Cookie's great. All those dudes. We've been really, really fortunate. But I wanted to meet her. Yeah. And I wanted to meet Sam, man. And we got to do it. They, they're family. Does. They were great. They were absolutely great. Hey, I want to mention Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools. Usually this time of year, this is the weekend where people are going to enjoy the sun. And hey, enjoy the pool. Man, it has been strange weather, as we said. Look, the weather's going to get better. We know June Gloom's going to be there. But look, now's a great time to call Alan Taylor. Build that perfect pool for you. Ask about available financing. More than 20 years he's been doing it. If you're having a hard time right now and, and imagine yourself without a pool, start to imagine yourself with the pool. Look, having a pool and all the memories you create with your family it goes a long way. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Yeah, I got to tell you, a lot of you are probably frustrated this weekend. And I'll give you a guy you can uh, direct your frustration to, especially if you've got a brand new tailor-made pool and you want to jump into it and you haven't felt like the weather is right to do it. You can direct all your frustration at 15-year-old Jackson Chase Dotson. And I'll tell you why. Because I went over Friday, and my car, the Sonata Hybrid, 
dirty. Look at this car you're driving. He goes, my God. So he says to you. Yeah. This car is filthy. What's the matter with you? Do you have any pride driving this thing around? I go, dude, I get my car washed and it immediately rains yeah. or drizzles yeah. and it's fucked up again. Yeah. I washed mine on Friday. It's messed up. Yeah. I go, I got to wait until everything clears out. He goes, did you even look at the weather? It's clear for like two weeks. All right. So yesterday, yeah, we go right over, car wash, right on Fletcher in Baltimore, right there on the corner. Yeah. I go in. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get this thing buffed out. So usually you do like the $15 car wash. I think I did like the $35 car wash. This okay. was Saturday. Wow. Okay. Saturday. Man, armor all the tires, vacuum, black cherry air freshener. It comes out looking great. <laughs> And uh, we get up yesterday to go pick up his mom. And I walk out. And Jack, oh, man. Guess the weather guy wasn't right as it's drizzling. Yeah, thanks, fuckface. Hey, you fucking guy. (laughs) The fuck? (laughs) And then today, we head out to go to Coronado. It's drizzling again. You you fucking owe me 35 bucks. I didn't tell you to get your car washed. I go, you gave me so much shit. Yeah. You were standing right there. Yeah, he guilted me right into it. Well, I'm not the weather guy. You should shake him down. Hey, zero fucks given from that he kid. He told you to shake him down. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't have cared less that I was out 35 bucks. So, <laughs> look, it's been a struggle for me trying to keep my car clean. Yeah. But as much of a struggle as that is, I can't even imagine what it is for all of you with the tailor-made pool. And you can call them. Starts with our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com. Look at that sponsor page. Just get the grotto built. Because that way, if it starts to drizzle, just hang out in the grotto. Right, Dave? Put a TV underneath there. Yeah, put one under there. Piece of cake. What are you waiting for? Call Alan Taylor. Brian Kersey, you want to talk to when it comes to the home. Man, I tell you, people talk to me about this. seems like every single week. What are you doing about California? You're going to stay in California? Taxes are ridiculous. Look how many people are leaving California. You can be one of those people. If you're looking to sell your home, Brian Curry is the guy. If you're looking to stay in California, but you're still looking to sell your home, Brian's your guy as well. Nobody knows as far as what's going on, not only with the real estate market, but the right neighborhoods to move to better than Brian Curry. Call him at 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. So pretty fun night coming up uh, in June. Somebody I've talked about means a lot to me has become a really, really close friend. Uh, Dr. Joe Carlo out of Toronto, Canada is coming to San Diego, Dave. And we're pretty excited. She's coming out. The world across championships are taking place at San Diego state. Okay. She is the trainer for team Jamaica. Okay. So two things I want to throw out there. Number one, if anybody wants to go out, I'd love to get, I don't know anything about the sport of lacrosse, but I thought it would be incredibly funny, and I'll get the schedule, but if anybody wants to go with me, I'm going to find one game to just go and go cheer, go cheer for Team Jamaica. What if Jamaica's playing the United States? Who written for? Well, then we're going to be in a bit of a dilemma. Then we're going to have a bit of a quandary. <laughs> but um, my sons are helping out. They're going to help out with Team Jamaica. Good. So... One of the things that's going to be pretty cool, and I don't know who, if we bring any listeners or anybody, because she goes, she goes, yeah, I want to meet some of the podcast people. 
but she's literally here for like a week and they've got team functions. So there's like two or three nights where I think where I could take her yeah. to different neighborhoods for dinner. Nice. Now, one of the ones I've talked to a lot of, I mean, Coronado seems like it would check, of course. right? I love South Park. I love that area where you can kind of go and walk the neighbor. And, but Dave, do you have one where you go, man, if you just wanted to go kind of get the vibe of San Diego, 101 in Lucadia is kind of fun. Yeah, why don't you do that? Yeah, but if there's anything else, and I think there's going to be a night, I just don't see any way I'm going to be able to what put What about the, like sea level? We take her to sea level? Where's that? It's over there by, uh, it's right by Tom, Tom's uh, lighthouse. In Point Loma? Um, no, over there by um, by the airport, across from the airport. We have the view of of the whole, uh, the bay, the, down, oh, the yeah. downtown, oh, the whole deal. Oh, that's a good call. Yeah, right there on the water. Um, yeah, I mean, I... I mean, June 1st is in, what, two days? I think three days? Yeah, Dude, I, we're not going to be able to get anything together for August 1st as much as I would love to. I got to be in no. Chicago for 10 days. The whole thing. I'd love to get Lisa Ann out here. It's just Lisa's not even coming out for the Alzheimer's walk this year. Oh, is that right? Yeah, she's out. Wow. She's going to pass. She's busy as hell. Yeah. She's so, making her videos by the pool. How about that? Holy mackerel. Man, oh, man. I think I had insurance on my phone. <laughs> um, but I'd love to have a night, if anybody's down for it, to just come hang out with somebody who's a great friend who from Toronto. And I was trying to think, and the point of bringing this up is, as fun as it is to go and get pizza and beers or do something in South Park or Lucadia, wherever we end up going, dude, you could live there. Those are neighborhoods you could call home, wherever you might be right now. And you go, man, I don't know. There's something about that South Park neighborhood that's pretty cool. Unfortunately, to try to get from there to Carlsbad would take me forever. Yeah. But I love that neighborhood. La Mesa's great. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, all these different places that we talk about. Great to hang out with friends, even better to call it home. Call Brian Curry and make it happen. Absolutely. Dan Williams, who you want to talk to when it comes to saving money, putting your money in the right situation. I'm sure most people go through it in their mind every single month. What's going on with the money that's coming in and the money that's going out? Could I be doing this a little bit better? Dan Williams is the person you want to talk to. Don't forget, savewithdan.us. The Saveology, free app. Normally $100 service, it's free. Retirement savings, a way to make your life easier. Call Dan Williams, 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. You know, the one thing for Dan that that I don't think, Dave, we think about enough is what does it actually take to buy a house? How much do you have to have? I was talking to a friend the other day and they said, you know, I'm saving money to buy a house. Yeah. And he thought about it. And I go, shit. I think when we bought it, we were lucky that we had come into people, a lot of us. Right. Maybe, unfortunately, a relative passes away, a grandparent passes away, a parent passes away, and there might be some life insurance money and maybe you get five grand or 10 or maybe that number is a little higher. But what do you actually need? What does the financial plan look at that allows you to buy a house and gives you that opportunity to move into the home of your own? Nobody can help answer those questions better than Dan. And congratulations to Dan who, while he was a King season ticket holder and while he's from Detroit and has Red Wing blood, 
But it's been pretty fun watching him the last three days reminding young Alex Betancourt, who we love around here, that his Dallas Stars stink. And Dan <laughs> Dan enjoys the Vegas Knights. That was the team that he wanted to be in until I peer pressured him into being a Kings season ticket holder. Yeah. But Dan's always had kind of a soft spot, soft spot for the Vegas Knights. And they beat the snot out of those worthless Dallas Stars tonight. Danny, you're wearing the horns, as Boach said. Congratulations to you. <laughs> Kyle Flukers, you want to talk to when it comes to websites? Look, it's funny. I had a conversation with someone today about starting a brand-new baseball website. Kyle's the guy we're going to be talking to, of course. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Whether you're fixing your website or you're building a brand-new one, Kyle's your guy. Well, I thought I had a $100,000 video today. We were going to post it on DaveAndJeffShow.com. And the next guy that'd be calling me would be Tom Bergeron saying, come on in and collect your check. What an outstanding moment. He doesn't host that show anymore. He doesn't? No. Alfonso Ribeiro? Yeah, exactly. I like him too. One outstanding moment. Dave talked about it like a week ago. Congratulations to Josh Palais. Yeah. Got engaged. Yeah. Now, the one thing we hadn't seen were any kind of pictures. Yeah, you made me hold off. But uh, today, we saw pictures, and we saw the video. See, that shit almost died. He, dude, he almost went over the side. 200 foot down. Oh, shit. Are you kidding me? No, 200 feet down. Yeah, he went. He lost his balance, and I was like, why wouldn't you fall towards the pool? Right. But for some reason, he's fallen to the right. Yeah, no. It's, oh, that's, dude, that's, don't tell me that. That's a 200 foot drop. Yeah. Well, I'm not winning Tom Bergeron money then. I thought he was on like a grassy knoll. No. No, look what at that video f- again. I yeah. don't want to look at yeah, it again. I didn't again. even that post the video. Me. me too. I won't even watch it again. Oh, dude, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought he was just going to, because I was like, where the fuck's that ring going? Yeah. What? Well, ring's going too. Yeah. Oh, dude, don't tell me. Oh, that. Who, who planned that? He did. He planned that shit months ago. With Robbie Knievel? Yeah, crazy, man. Yeah, Nick Walenda out there? Yeah, What the fuck is going on? Well, congratulations to him. I think my heart's beating again. (laughs) I swear to God, I won't watch the video again. Dude, that scared the shit. Really? Yeah, swear to you. I always say this about Josh. He's really athletic from the waist up. Like, he he has great hands and he can throw. Waist down makes him nervous. Yeah. (laughs) Like, even squatting is a catcher. Oh, my God. Dude, I can't watch that again. And no, the girl he's marrying is crazy tall. You see how tall she is? Yeah. She's like 5'10". Dude, it was great. So he's 6'6", she's 5'10". I'm like, I hope I have some athletes. Otherwise, I'm just going to have a bunch of tall, goofy grandkids. Yeah. Like seven feet tall. They'll probably be really good at the Rubik's Cube, though. Or putting that, stuff on the shelf at oh, that's Costco. Good. Hey, they can hang your Christmas lights since you won't do <laughs> that's it. That's true. I don't Beach. need any ladders. Beach. <laughs> that's david and i's favorite video unfortunately we can't tell you what it's from but uh all right well congratulations to josh jesus that scared the shit out of me but i was yeah. i was laughing watching it because i yeah. go he almost went right over the side yeah. if you look at it there's a net on the other side yes. but i'm like Fuck he's not that. at the net that no. net's not gonna catch him no way no a big guy <laughs> big shot but he rallied he got his shit together he did he did got and, the uh, ring together the whole deal she's super happy but, uh, hey, we mentioned DaveAndJeffShow.com, and we mentioned at the start that we're thrilled to have Bright Bail Bonds joining us with Fabian. Yep. If anybody else out there wants, I'm, I mean, we got to get Fabian on Twitter, but I think you see the interaction that we have, and we've got room for you. So yep. if you want, just use the Contact Us page at DaveAndJeffShow.com. We'd love to have you join the family. Exactly right. Exactly right. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going May 31st. Okay. 
I have four of them for you. Brooke Shields. Brooke Shields. Uh, let's say 60. Close, 58. 58, nice. Uh, 25 million. $40 million. Definitely. Katie Temple. <laughs> hey, Katie. Oh, boy. <laughs> Where, I don't know what happened. Does my voice sound normal? Yeah, be right there. There's the some crazy stuff in her life story. About Brooke, Brooke Shields? Shields? Yeah, about a kid and having to be naked with grown men and yeah, her mom creepy. just walking out of the room. That's it's fucking nuts, man. That'd be good to have somebody, a stabilizing force like me in her life. <laughs> Fuck you mean by <laughs> there that? There you go. Uh, here we go. Clint Eastwood. Clint. I'd say Clint's 91. 93. Wow. Yeah. Has there ever been, other than Big Bad Mama, here are the three movies that changed my life. Big Bad Mama. That changed your life. Kansas yes. City Bomber and Escape from Alcatraz. Okay. I, I love that Escape from Alcatraz. Yeah. I wasn't uh, a Dirty Harry fan. Nah. Uh, and play Misty for me. Really Sucked. boring. Yeah, oh, really boring. a horrible boring. movie. Um, 93. Dude, I think Clint's got bank, A lot man. of money. I'm going to say uh, 300 lot. million. 375 million. Wow. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. They like Colin Farrell. Yeah. I'll say, uh, say 57. You're off by 10 years, dude. He's 47. Is that right? Yeah, that's it? That's it. 47. Fuck. Sorry, Colin. I like him. Dude, that guy's great. Um, I'll say 60 million. $80 million. Nice. Here we go. Now, the next one, I literally just saw her naked on uh, in the movie All the Right Moves the other day with Tom Cruise. Okay. Leah Thompson. I like her a lot, too. That'd be another one where Katie Temple be scrambling to see <laughs> what's in the fridge. <laughs> If she's got some egos in there, gluten-free egos, she's gonna kill me for that. Um, Leah Thompson is uh, sixty-two. Exactly right. Fuck yeah! Hey, I got the main one right. Uh, I'll say, say nine million. Fourteen million dollars. Fuck yes! <laughs> winner, winner. All right, five okay. random questions. We'll okay. hurry up, get out of here. It's Let's been a go. long show. Yep. Do you like cities or rural areas? Cities, hundred percent. Love them. What's your favorite thing about your career? Uh radio. Or I don't know. Day? You pick. You have two careers. I'll, I'll take radio. Uh, I'll say for radio, it's it's Darren. Darren summed it up beautifully. It's the adrenaline. That you feel right before going on. Yeah. And especially, uh, and, and Darren nailed it perfectly. Because I, I wouldn't have been able to sum it up. And when we were sitting there getting smoked at the high dive, and he, he said it, man. I give him credit for it. Dave, would you agree on that? It's that it's that energy, like he said, like right before the show starts. And when you have no idea where, the, like this show, you have no idea where it's ever going to go. And uh, just that, just that buzz, man. It's fun. It's um, it's funny. It's the same reason for me that I think Howard Stern's going to have a hard time stepping away. It becomes therapy. You can say whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, the way Especially we have this set up. That's what I'm saying. The way we have it set up. The way he has it set up. We don't have to talk sports. We can talk go any direction we want. But it becomes like, what did you do this weekend? You, you had stories to share right away. Yeah. I like that this show made a difference. I, yeah. I don't know. It's hard for me to look at any particular moment from 1090 or the last couple of runs at iHeart where you go, yeah, that show kind of made a difference. It didn't. <laughs> and, but I know it did here. 
Yeah. Un- unfortunately, tragedy led it to us. But just from stories that people have shared with us directly from what has happened in our lives that have impacted your lives, yeah, that's that's pretty special. What's your favorite site in the United States? What's your favorite thing to look at? Um, oh, that's funny. Uh favorite site in the states i would say um well i i just think i think it's i think it's very general if you think about the united states what's the first thing you think of to represent the the united states or what what would what if i said the arch in st louis would you just bludgeon me you know what I, w- I wouldn't because it, i always say St. this Louis to people sucks. and they think i'm an idiot when i say or they look at me like i'm strange because i have no desire to ever be an engineer yeah dude i'm a i'm a bridge guy i like i like bridges i'm i, I could stare at the golden gate bridge i love yeah. walking the brooklyn bridge oh yeah that's cool um my favorite thing though in the united states honestly it's the empire state building i used to ask my mom yeah. questions about it when i was a kid all the time when i go to new york it's the first thing i look for when i walk around the city i look up all the time to see if i can find it it's, That's cool. uh, but Empire State Building is probably my favorite thing. Um, it's funny. I probably, probably for me right now, it'd be the Wilshire Grand in LA. Really? Now, the Wilshire Grand I've talked about, uh, our friend Erica Lee yeah. had a deal in place to rent the 25th floor, space yeah. on the 25th floor. She was building podcast studios there. She wanted Dave and I to go there. But my son, Jack find certain things that he's obsessed with, and we hear about it 9,000 times. Usually I hear it and Kate hears it. And it's very bothersome to Jack. It's very upsetting to Jack that the Wilshire Grand can claim to be the tallest building in Los Angeles because Jack feels like that honor should still go to the U.S. Bank building. Yeah. But as I've been told probably close to 100 times, the Wilshire Grand gets it because along the edge on the side, they have a flagpole. And the flagpole goes higher than the U.S. Bank I have no idea. And Jack thinks this is complete bullshit. I'm with him. Yeah. Well, I get it. I've already told him. I didn't have anything. To, I wasn't on the panel. Yeah. Okay? I, I I'm wasn't not, on the panel. Like, I can't go and pull the flagpole fun, down. Isn't it funny to think in L.A. that City Hall was the tallest building yeah. at one time? When they used to always show in the old Supermans? Yeah. That could leap a, a tall building oh, in a single bound. You know what I'll say, Dave? I'll say Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. Heading west on Sunset. When you come around that turn, it's kind of right before Chateau Marmont. And it's where the old Marlboro guy. I know you're talking about. Used to be right there. Yeah. It's right by, um, oh, fuck. I'm mind blanking. The, the chili dog place yeah. that they talk about on big bang yeah. theory all the time dude i've been there a thousand times i, I don't know why i'm mind blanking on what they carnies carnies i i like that because when i was a kid living in cardiff there was nothing going on in cardiff but i would take the train and my dad lived right on sunset and he would take me to the roxy he'd take me to the rainbow we'd go to the whiskey the viper room wasn't going yet and we would go to all these different clubs. I was getting into these clubs when I was 16 and 17. I wasn't drinking anything. Yeah. Because I didn't want to get anybody in trouble. But they would get me in. And it was just that energy, especially at night when you would hook around. Somebody would be at the comedy store and hooking around and just kind of coming up to Tower Records book soup. That would probably be at my favorite spot. When I'm in L.A., I always look for the Hollywood sign. 
you know, just like I do the Empire State Building. Like I always look to see, okay, where's the Hollywood sign? Can I see it from where I'm at right now? San Diego is the bridge. Yeah, I love the Coronado is. Bridge. I agree with you. I agree. All right, what skill is most essential in life? Oh, that's good. What skill is most essential in life? Um, I would say having the ability to know when people are trying to take advantage of you. That's a good one. That's a good one. Usually that comes with age, but that's a good one. Yeah. Um, and not, boy, I'm, yeah, but I mean, you see it, right? We're senior citizens getting fleeced on these Jesus Christ, robocalls. Dude, kidding, dude it's man. terrible. It's oh heartbreaking. My gosh. I say, uh, I was going to say listening. I think uh, oh, that's big. people don't listen and pay attention. I think if you can listen, you connect with people, but also at the same time, as you just said, going back to what you said, you're going to get ripped off. Yeah. You know, being able to read people. Yeah. All right, last one. What's the worst job you ever had? Oh, oh, that's good. Worst job I ever had. Oh, that's funny. What it seemed like you're there forever. Like it's like fuck, dude. Is it time to go? Oh, that's pretty good. I gotta think. Uh dish liquor at the Triton in Cardiff. It was about my son's age, fifteen. Yeah. And just washing dishes. At a fucking seafood restaurant. Oh, Christ. It's the fucking worst. Like, to the point that I would get home, like, sometimes, like, we didn't even have a ride home, so you'd have to walk home up Birmingham, like, midnight, school the next day, and, dude, we reeked so bad that he would walk in the house, and it would wake my mom. My mom, yeah, was upstairs, and she would be like, out to the garage and just throw your clothes in the laundry. And you'd have to, you'd reach in because, yeah, you'd have these, oh, you'd have these fucking waiters. Dude, I was like 15 and the waiters were like 26. And I swear I wanted to fight every one of them. (laughs) Because when you go, you go, and Dave, you get it. Yeah. When you go, um, those little metal bowls that have the butter for your lobster or the sour cream and chives for or the butter for your potatoes ramekins. Hey guys, we're out of ramekins. And I was like, if you say that fucking to me again, I get it. There's a constant cycle going and dude, you're just sweating. And we just lived back there. They would bring you like a 24 ounce. Again, you're 15 years old. You're sweating like crazy. They bring you like a 24 ounce Coke. And then if you were busting your ass, they'd put a little bit of grenadine in there. It'd give you a little bit of a cherry Coke, a little energy boost. And then at the end of the night, they thought they were doing such a fucking nice thing by tipping you out. And they were making money. Yeah. And we'd all get like, you know, 22 bucks in tips. Like, fuck you, fucking <laughs> asshole. Um, I never, there was one place I went and I think they wanted us to cold call and I never did that. Yeah. I didn't do that. What about for you? Dude, I worked. Um, I worked for this guy. He owned a vitamin shop in L.A. Oh yeah, in Beverly Hills. Jim Brown came in the late great Jim. No, no, Brown. that was that was Sport Mart. That was oh. the old Sport Mart. And um, fuck, dude, that that the working for the Japanese guy and his girlfriend, and they only spoke Japanese. And man, they would just how'd give, you get hired? Dude, my buddy had the job before me. Oh, okay. And a nice guy, and she was great, man. But dude, to work with people that didn't speak English. <laughs> and then hard. you did it again at 800 and then they yeah and then they just handed me this damn japanese to english dictionary i could say anything like hey i'm gonna go 
shit move my car so I don't get a ticket, you know? Yeah. Because they, they'd go by with that, that chalk and chalk your tire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go move my car. And then give me the dictionary. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm going to go use the bathroom to give me the dictionary. And it's like, fuck, man. But the, the I, bet you, I bet your delivery was so good. Oh, my God, man. Your dialect. It was, it, was, it was so bad. And the thing is, speaking Japanese, they say it's really not that hard. If you Really? Like, yeah, it's not as detailed as speaking English. But every time you picked up the phone, it would be, hi, hi. <laughs> and then oh, I just go, fuck. Yeah. But you know, who used to come in all the time was uh, Ray Walston, Mr. Hand. Oh, no way. Came in every week, dude. And he loved talking about Fast Times at Ridgemont High. That's And my cool. favorite Martian. He'd really? sit there talking for an hour. And I was like, just somebody speaks English, but also a topic I care about. And then Michael Jackson's personal chef would come in every week. No way. Yeah, so I'd talk to him. And, but otherwise, it was a fucking nightmare. It just took four-hour shifts because they're all four-hour shifts. It felt like I was there for 12 hours every day. God. All right. Do me a favor. Write a yeah. note somewhere because we're well back Thursday night. If anybody's going to AEW Wednesday night at uh, I've taken my sons out there. Yeah. If anybody's going to AEW at Vieja Serena Wednesday night, come by and say hi. Um, but Thursday night, Dave, we got to write a note as, as regarding worst celebrities <laughs> that we've encountered. And we got to name names, right? All right. Worst players, coaches. Yeah. And actual celebrities. Okay. And. Uh, Got it. Yeah. Worst celebrities that we've ever dealt with. All right. Uh, congratulations again to Fabian and Bright Bail Bonds. Dave, you've got the number right there in front of you. If you can yeah. write that number down for people, you should put it on your card again. Just put it in your phone right now. Yeah. We're not saying you'd make a bad decision, but if a friend or a family member does, this is the number you're going to need. 888 Six six nine zero two nine five. All right, and again, thanks to Brian Curry, to Dan Williams, to Al Taylor, and Cal Fluger. Uh, happy Memorial Day! Thank you to all who served, and we'll see you back here Thursday night. You got it.
that guy with the attitude, he better go away. Positive video game, put a smile on my face. That stop sign was paralyzed, but I ran it anyway. Soundproof fence and a handyman cussing on TV. What Californian cuts their own Christmas tree? Boy, you better watch out for that sneaky back screen door. I laughed so hard, I'm a little boy. 